You're listening to another episode of the Sideline Sodas podcast. It's August 30th. Football season's almost here, so we got a lot to cover. College football week zero recap. We have an official statement on Jonathan Taylor with our second edition of State of the Union. MLB pitch clock is back this week. No middle segment this week, but we got a lot to cover in NFL. We got week one games for college football, and we got a little NFL to talk. So we got so much to get into. Let's get to it. Yeah. Tell them that story you were telling me. And now for our feature presentation. got to start out on a bit of a sad note this week the uh rowdy reptile uh, bar in gainesville has uh is closing uh, that news dropped uh, the other day and obviously we have our uf alum newly an alum of the university of florida kyle you want some it's a sad day it's a bad day it's the worst day the rowdy reptile too many Almost as like, it felt like losing a friend. <laughs> it was, the Rowdy Reptile was the best place to pregame, postgame, during the game. It it was the game. Some say, uh, you know, it's, it says, uh, when I read the news, I just assumed they were doing another great night of fantastic, like $5 deals. And then I actually decided to do something I didn't do very often in college, and I decided to read. <laughs> and I read, read through that Instagram post and the words of farewell. And the first thing that came to my mind was just that scene in Toy Story 3. It was just like, so long, partner. And uh, I know people listening to this will definitely understand that Rowdy Reptile was more than just a bar. It was a friend to many. So uh, fuck you, little Rudies. I will not go inside. And uh, thank you. For, uh, thank you, Rowdy, for the many great memories. That's well said. So obviously, great place. Like, I lost a friend. And so just trying to, for people who didn't go to Florida, what does it mean? Like, what, is, what did Rowdy Reptile mean to Florida? Like, was it the bar, one of the bars, or a good bar? Like, so how did... right across the street from, like, basically campus, we have Midtown. And it's basically like all all our big bars, you know, and they're, they're owned by the same people. We have Fat Daddy's downstairs. I'm called Fats, and we got Rowdy Reptile upstairs. Both conjoined by a staircase that used to be like a uh, almost like a knockoff student union, like a long time ago. But they pulled down this thing over it, so you couldn't actually go up between the stairs, so they could obviously double up the covers and everything. But Rowdy was, you know, you walk in there. And it has these like fences up around a basketball hoop. And you just look at it and go, first time in there, you're like, what is going on here? You you take a step and you slip. It's, you know, you always got to have high quality traction walking around in there. It was just, <laughs> it, it really was, you know, you, I, 
many times people would say like, oh, it smells like rowdy in here. And I'd be like, I know it's great. Just <laughs> that you inhale it. Like. I will say the one thing that a lot of people won't miss about rowdy is uh, the bathrooms. Uh oh. Um, yeah. I remember my first experience going to rowdy's personally it was a uh, first game of the year. I went in there my first year at UF and I had to go to the bathroom. So bad, dude, I had, I didn't, you know, yeah. my stomach wasn't agreeing with me. Ah. Oh, I walked oh, in there. I was like, was you know a, what? Yeah. It was I was a two like, game. Yeah. It was a, a two game. I walked in That's there to have that issue at a bar and I Not opened the, opened the door and, uh, just was like, oh, there's no stalls. It's just a singular toilet in, oh, in a regular a door that doesn't lock. So my first oh. yeah, that was that was my first. Oh no. All right. Anyway, you just gotta go home and call tonight. No, that's it. There's no more drinking. No, I uh, ended up making multiple trips down the street to Wawa. Oh and back. All at like eleven AM. So this was a great start to the day. But man, Rowdy is just it's it just was one of those places you go in there and man, you really had no idea what was going to be going on. It was an adventure every time you go in there. Yeah. yeah people paying it's... for songs, people falling, people spitting ice. It, it was um, right back. Basketball is like the best thing in the yeah. world. Like when the girls would uh, decide that they were all NBA and would start taking shots at the basketball hoop and not realize oh, yeah. that there was a wooden beam sticking out of the ceiling. So they would take oh, the no. shot. And it would hit the beam and come right back at him. I like that. I like that. Awesome. Little danger to it, man. Rowdy was it yeah. was awesome. I like that. Yeah, it's and so you think like if you took like a poll of like kind of your average University of Florida student, they would be like, that was that was the place to go. Yeah. Oh, the ninety percent of the people. Okay. I'd that's, say ninety nine. I mean ninety nine. That's a huge that's a huge loss then. I mean in Madison where we've been last couple of years, we've been no stranger uh, uh, to losing. Uh, we've lost a couple bars, had some bars relocate, just hasn't been the same with some of them, but we haven't even with that. And we've lost some good ones and it's, it's been difficult, but even with that, we haven't lost like the one, the couple where it's like, these are the bars, like this is the place to be. So to lose, to lose that, I, I can't even imagine. The thing that I think was so shocking about it is we lost Grog, which was another big one, last year. And But they made it – they announced it ahead of time. Like, it was a whole semester people had to go there and, like, relive their freshman year memories or whatever. Right. <laughs> and – You're getting a, using a fake ID to get in. <laughs> I mean, that was, like, the 18 – like, the freshman bar was that one. And Rowdy, because it was – they're pretty strict at times, was more of upperclassmen. So that one was, like right. – that one closing, it was so shocking because it came as the semester started. Right, yeah, but that's normally tough. that's, I mean, that's the best time of year. That fall yeah. semester yeah. in a big oh, college yeah. town, that's that's Especially where you make Florida. the money. Yeah. That's what was so weird about it was just like it closed like so, you know, just like that. When you thought they'd have the whole semester, I was like, oh, it has to be end of the semester. They're closing. I'll get to see it again. No, it was like. You just expected it to like make it through the semester, and they're just like, "Oh no, yeah, next weekend we're done." And we had one. Oh, and they had all yep. they had all summer to you know uh so was to to build the new bar, and they just did they they stayed open all summer, and Rowdy was you know I was going all summer. Well, that's so what? Good. 
what happened? Is this a uh, like is the building being redeveloped, or is, is it this? Can't be. It sounds. It, it sounds like really no, because there's in the same building. There's like three other bars. So, what did they do? Did they did they sell to like a restaurant group, or did they like? No, they sold it to other people that are making another bar. It's just called Little yeah, Roots. See, see, I hate. Here's the thing. I will say this about Kyle, where we went to college. We had a actually Henry. You know the the bar where in that area really well too. So it's like, yep. They closed it, and then someone bought it and reopened. I've never been. I'll never go because it's not yeah. like it doesn't work that way. Well, you can just... go in the same space and it be a different bar. Like that, that's fucked. Like you have your spot for a reason. And it just doesn't make, like, it's one thing in Madison, we've. Oh, yeah. The block it was on was a, it was being torn down and redeveloped into a big apartment building. And that's still in process. So that's what happened was it was a redevelopment play. They got bought out. Yeah. And they ended up moving across the street to a bar that had closed during COVID. So it hasn't been the same, but the Chasers 2.0 is there now. At least the it's got name. the same name. Yeah, but it's not it's not the same place at all. But at least it, it sucked, but you understood kind of the motivation behind it because it was these developers came in, they're paying, you know, it was right downtown, great value oh, on they it. Got- they got paid. Yeah. Yeah. And well, the owner of the building they were leasing got paid and they were like, we're not renewing your lease. We're selling it. It's getting torn down. Nice. But if it's not that, I, I don't, I mean, these popular college bars, you're pretty much, I've worked in one. You're pretty much, especially during football season, you're pretty much printing money on weekends. What's the best tip you got at that bar? I don't know the exact, cause I, so I was, about, I worked at the door. Oh, okay. Okay. You're so about to get. Uh, yeah, I would get a cut. I mean, we would have, yeah, we would have people paying us, paying for line skips and stuff on busy football weekends. Like we, you, you made good money with the cut. You got a cut of the cover and stuff for various things, but just the bar itself, like owning it, off money, right? The, yeah, it <laughs> won't be any. It won't be any more efficient, right? Um, yeah, I learned well, in uh, in Rowdy. I learned in Rowdy that if uh, you didn't want to take a trip to go visit the Swiss Alps, then don't go in the bathroom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, a little, a lot little of, skiing. A lot of skiing going on. In that yeah, bathroom. there was a lot of skiing hit, going on in there. and uh, hitting, hitting the slopes. Yep. Yep, um, I'll never. Apparently teleportation <laughs> does exist. <laughs> I, walked, I walked in to the bathroom when I was working. I walked in, and this dude is literally mid-key bump, like he to knows. But you know what? You appreciate the tenacity. Sees me just start shoving everything back into his pockets. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "All right, like time to go home." And he like he starts trying to argue with me. I'm like, "Look, I'm just gonna release you on. Like, I'm just putting, letting you walk out onto the sidewalk with me and go about your night somewhere else. Like, yeah, you bro, don't, bro. You don't like, want this problem. <laughs> you do not. You do not want. Like, if you want to make it a problem, I can make it a big." for you oh yeah henry excuse oh, me yeah, officer henry. why don't you come over here yeah hey well, no, i'm like look pocket. like i don't want you. i just can't have you doing that in here right right god said do it and come back in i don't give a shit yeah i mean people that coked out of their mind though are pretty scary but... well yeah that's why you don't want it. that's why you see someone doing it you kick them out yeah oh yeah but... yeah yeah 
you don't want that problem. No. Anyways, R.I.P. Rowdy Reptile. Oh, yeah, sorry, we lost a good friend. That's a shame. Well, it's some would it's say one a brother. Those, it's one of those. Yeah. So long, it's one partner. of those places. <laughs> it's one of those places. It sounds like where even going back as like an old dude, like 10, 20, 30 years from now, you still kind of expected to be able to like poke your head into that place and be like, yep, it's just how Doesn't i remember it, it all yeah, yeah it's dude, still literally, just the most majestic shithole in the world literally we like i've been talking with other guys i'm like oh dude i can't wait to go back to rowdy this fall literally within five minutes of that post being at one of my buddies calls me and we talked about rowdy for like 35 minutes yeah that's cool yeah. and we were like well i don't know what we're gonna do now yeah, right seriously. It's, yeah it's it's i mean i've never been there but just knowing what it means, you know, there are places like that I can imagine for me and I can imagine how that feels. It's it's just awful. I literally cannot stress this enough. It's, it's the same thing as if we tore down the pyramids of Giza. <laughs> yeah. That, that's mean, how significant this is. The fucking same yeah. thing. Some might yeah, say I mean, Rowdy's more impressive. I would say Rowdy's more I mean, impressive. I have, I've seen, I've been to the pyramids. Rowdy's more impressive. I would agree with that, and I think so. Yeah. Many others would. I think majority yeah. of people would agree with that statement. It's not that crazy. Uh well, Rowdy Reptile. R.I.P. You, you were a privilege to many, and uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Well, uh, college football week zero. Kyle, I'm curious to get your your idea on the Sam Hartman era at Notre Dame he did wear I thought the craziest thing and you sent it in our group chat that he was wearing that uh, a necklace his mom made him of a piece of his rib bone I think it's yeah. I think that's pretty hard I think that's pretty hard that was kind of cool and it almost killed him yeah that's it's pretty insane the rib bone thing but also they, they did cover the spread which was amazing yeah week zero was just even just worse than we thought. No, 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 no. You know what's worse than we thought? USC. I hope USC falls off. I hope I hope I hope bad thing. I don't want anyone to get hurt, but I hope bad things for USC. I hope they get beat this week by Nevada. Their defense is terrible. They gave yeah, like twenty eight points to San Jose State. Right. And I think you looked at kind of the two weeks your storylines. It was gonna be is Notre Dame's offense have they do they look better than last year's? But it's not like Navy's a complete pushover. Typically, we don't know about this year's team. They certainly didn't look good. But Notre Dame was able to throw the ball. They were able to run the ball. Yeah, they look good. Notre, they look good. I mean, that's that's what you wanted to see. You have to. They look like they could have a very good year this year. Look like a potential playoff team. Yeah, limited be- limited sample size, obviously, but. If you're a Notre Dame fan, that's pretty much exactly what you wanted to see out of Week Zero. It would be other good. side. It would be good for uh, Notre Dame to be in the playoff. I think. Yeah, the other side of that coin, the big question, the other big question with the potential contenders, USC is: was their defense going to be improved? And I don't think so, so far it's not good. And it wasn't just it wasn't just garbage time touch. It's not like San Jose state was adding on garbage time, time touchdowns. It, it was they had It was 35, 21. They were in, they were in that game at half. They were right. They, were in. they scored a touchdown with three seconds left before half. I mean, 
Yeah. And I thought I did think Caleb Williams was actually really impressive. That whole like where he fumbled it and just oh, but I I don't know that I don't think well I don't think USC makes the playoff. I mean I'm willing the to offense, say that. right. The offense was never gonna be the issue. The offense was great no. last year. It looks to be great again this year. It's Kingsbury's MO. They can't stop a nosebleed. No. No. Dude, for San Jose State to put up twenty eight on you, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, and that's been the knock on Lincoln Riley coach teams forever. Great offenses, completely uninterested in having a good defense. They don't tackle well. The scheme's bad. I mean, it's – It's just that defense does not look improved at all. Um, uh, Hawaii covered the spread as well. Shout out Hawaii. They were a little frisky in that. Hawaii's better than I thought they were going to be. Also, Vanderbilt's worse than I thought. Vanderbilt. One. Bad. But the Vanderbilt jersey upgrade with the uh or the uniform upgrade, nice. the, the gold pants. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the jerseys. I think it's wild that an SCC school is playing in like an unfinished stadium. That's crazy. How how did they let how's that happen? So what's crazy is that Vanderbilt Stadium has less seating than their Nashville's pro soccer team. Yeah. I- that, that's just got to be an effort because they want it sold out, right? Like that's like like. Meh. And did you? I don't, I don't think know they even sell out in Vanderbilt. You can't. Well, but. they're doing the whole construction, and they don't have that even close to being done. Not even close. The, the scoreboard—it's just a dirt pit. The scoreboard's being held up by two cranes. That was yeah. awesome. That I kind of liked that. That was kind of like, hey, this is football, and. I don't know if you guys watched the. I ended up watching the whole game, obviously, but I um, I uh, little invested, were we? Fucking USC. That highlight would have hit if USC would have covered sixteen and a half in the first. I wouldn't have had to bet on Hawaii if I if I'd covered my first bet, man. No, 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 no. I went hedge a... and I, I whatever. It doesn't matter. I lost. Okay, it's all yep. Lost again. Fame. Um, and uh. But they were showing the renderings of the stadium. The stadium's going to be so sick when it's done. <laughs> like, the renderings were crazy. Uh, but, yeah, Vanderbilt's yeah. bad at football. I think uh, first two out of the SEC when this whole conference stuff goes, uh, Vanderbilt and Kentucky. Got to go. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even going to. South Carolina's going to go, too. Yeah, I mean, just. Vanderbilt and Mizzou. Oh, Mizzou. See, that's how that's how yeah, you're right. Vanderbilt and Mizzou, first two out. Yeah, it's I mean week zero. Yeah. It, it happened. Was, it was good to have football back. A great tease for it. It was just a great tease. It was, well, it was nice. Just at your beak. It was nice to see it. It was like, oh turned on Navy Notre Dame, first game of the day in Ireland. Exciting. The excitement obviously, unless you were a Notre Dame fan, uh didn't really last. It was not if you were just like, oh, I want to watch a close game. That was not the one for you. If you were someone who's like, oh, I hope Notre Dame looks like a contender this year, you're you're very happy. Oh yeah. Uh, if you yeah, and but oh my goodness, I mean USC's gonna get throttled next year when they join the Big Ten. Yeah, that's not gonna be good. Because Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams is gonna be gone. That offense is going to take a step back. That defense sucks. Yeah, they can't tackle. If you can't tackle in the Big Ten, you're in big trouble. It, it's going to be the the mid-November game in 
Wisconsin or at Purdue or like yeah. uh that's just and they're just gonna run the ball down their throats. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be so bad. It's gonna be like twenty degrees snowing. It's gonna be so cold. And they're gonna have... and you're gonna have one of these big Iowa tight ends catch the ball in the secondary and no one on USC is going to be able to bring him down. Oh god, dude, it's going to be so bad. And the final score of the Iowa USC game will be like 13 to 7. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be terrible. The final score will still be like 28 to 3. USC yeah. wins, but but it didn't look like it. No, it will be so bad. I can't wait. But yeah. Week 0 was great. It was good to get a little football back in. It was good to see it, hear the contact. It was good. Yeah. It was good to get, you know, find the channels again. Get you you got to get, you know, there's some conditioning you to do. This flipping back and forth, you know. That's what the week, week before week zero is for, though. You, you know, you have True. like a preseason. You just practice flipping through the channels. It's important. It's a good skill. The other thing I want to say is the there couldn't be a better way for the pack, for everyone to be like, yeah, the Pac-12 sucks than to put the game somewhere where no one could find it. I was watching the USC game on an illegal street. It just like, <laughs> where the hell do you watch the? And I'm like, I think I texted in the group chat. Why the fuck is it USC on ESPN tonight? Like, yeah. So, so we get Hawaii Vanderbilt, but we can't have the USC. It's game? the perfect like way to describe why the Pac-12 is dying. Exactly. Right. It really is. It's just a damn shame. But um, well, we'll have a little week one later. But we. We do have to get to our second annual State of the Union. An absolute electric segment that was born out of thin air last week. We didn't yes. think that this was going to happen this quickly. We just thought it would be a, a good joke every once in a while, but it very quickly has turned into, well, someone in this group's got something to get off their chest. If you've been following sports at all, at all. You know that Jonathan Taylor was not traded at the deadline. So, needless to say, Henry Hodges, the floor is yours. Yeah, as you said, the Colts have announced that they will not be trading Jonathan Taylor because they were unable to get uh, fair compensation for him in a trade. They weren't able to get a deal worked out. As you know, the Colts were asking – it's been widely reported the Colts were asking for pretty much a first-rounder plus for him, valuing him in the trade market as a star player. This is the same guy they they said they don't value as a star just a couple weeks ago when they refused to give him a multi-year deal. But then when he turns around and says, if you won't give me a multi-year deal, I want to find someone who's willing to, va- to, va- to value me as a star and check out the trade market, they immediately start to value him as the star he is again and refuse to let him go. This is a com- it's a complete contradiction. This is exactly why so many star running backs around the league are upset. The game the owners and GMs are playing with them is heads I win, tails you lose. It's contradictory. It's not a fair market for them. And I support Jonathan Taylor in sitting out this year. I hope he never plays another snap for the Colts. This is a garbage franchise. They ruined Andrew Luck. They snuck out of Baltimore in the middle of the night like cowards. And like now cowards. they are they are being completely unfair to Jonathan <laughs> Taylor. Uh, to Chris Ballard, the GM, uh, you should be ashamed to have done this to a fellow Badger. And Jim Ursay, you are, have, you always have been and always will be a failure. You're lucky your dad gave you a football team because you wouldn't have amounted to anything on your own. 
You can't even figure out how to rescue a whale properly. Well, some um, are saying that the whale was assassinated. Some are. The reports are out. There's a Questions have been asked. Questions yes. have been asked. Answers haven't been had, but continue. But this, this is ridiculous. It's completely contradictory their treatment of Jonathan Taylor here and it makes no sense even from a football perspective this is a team that doesn't have a lot of money tied up in quarterback they have a rookie starter this year this is they could benefit greatly from Jonathan Taylor it's the exact situation they should have been willing to pay him they weren't and then they treated him what they did was unfair hypocritical contradictory on the trade request if he's not a star you can't expect a first round pick for him if you expect a first-round pick for him, then maybe he's the type of guy you should sign to a multi-year deal. Seriously. And this is why, and people will say Jonathan Taylor is selfish. It's not. All they're asking for is some assurances that they will be treated fairly. It's a tough position. Injuries happen. And, you know, he has a huge impact on that offense. He's asking to be compensated fairly for the work he does. And also by doing this, hopefully – I look forward to seeing him on a new team next year, proving to everyone what a horrible mistake the Colts made here. And, you know, he's trying to do this for himself and for the other running backs who are coming up after him. And in conclusion, free Jonathan Taylor. Free Jonathan Taylor. Just a very well said. Would you get arrested for Jonathan Taylor? Would you kill for Jonathan Taylor? Have you killed for Jonathan Taylor? Did you kill for Jonathan Taylor? I've not killed anyone. Anyone? How about anything? How about an aquatic creature? Not. I've not. No. Okay. All right. Hmm. Hmm. I I figured you'd ask the hard-hitting questions. I've not killed any fish or people. What? Well, mammal? Mammal. (laughs) Oh, stay silent. Well, that's about all we need to know. We'll... Let's not incriminate ourselves to an investigation I, here. <laughs> but no, that would be I, a, that I would be a great headline. FBI investigates below average podcast. <laughs> we get like we get like crazy audited or something like wild. Like, yeah, oh, one shit. of our four yes. listeners flags Peter, us. Peter's coming after us. Uh, yeah, Peter. Yeah, Actually, I get wind I mean, of this somehow. At that point, we could probably use it. Yeah, I mean, we'll take it. There's no such thing as bad press. Well, no, we, we we love we love animals on this you podcast. Get as, ready for week you, one. You as you can see, it. Baker coming in, in the screen. He needs to be in his playbook right now. But anyways, yeah. Also, they have uh, an owner who likes to stay in the bathroom for a long time. But you know, it uh, it happens. Oh yeah, I forgot one more thing. Also, your band sucks, Jim Irsay. <laughs> see, I think that would. That would hurt him more to hear than, hey, the franchise is falling apart. It's your band sucks. Your band sucks. Jim's like, damn it. I guess I got to rethink my band. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yep. But, yeah, that's, you know, had to get that off my chest. Uh, You know, it's, they got to get it sorted out because it's not just Jonathan Taylor. It's a lot of these running backs. It is. It's the whole league right now and what they're doing to running backs. Yeah, and running running backs, I mean they're the they're the backbone of football. Oh yeah. You know, look, yeah. all this and all this fancy forward pass stuff is nice and all, but running backs, that's that's what the game was built on. 
you know, guys like Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, and, you know, and it's just not, it's not being, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I mean, that's the next generation. These guys, you got Jonathan Taylor, Saquon. Yeah. You have, this Can't run the problem. damn ball without the run. Can't run exactly. The damn ball without the run. You got to win the trenches. Got to establish the run. Yep, can't always go backwards. O-linemen, they, they don't like to go backwards all the time. No, they do not. Yeah. Well, Henry, it was a lovely state of the union. Hopefully it gets figured out, even though they did put him on the pop list. So, yeah. I'm not going to see him for four weeks. I with you. I don't think he plays another down. I do think we'll get in another Le'Veon Bell situation. It just sits out. But I think that Jonathan Taylor's resurgence after a year of getting healthy I think you see a different guy. Also, I think it's wild. I'm sure. I wonder what the details of Miami's trade were. I never, I didn't see anything, but uh, I don't think anyone saw what they offered. But yeah, I can't believe the Colts didn't just unload him because now you got an unhappy guy in your locker room, and it just goes to show how bad that organization really is. That's just the reality. Yeah, and it's I. I I do think the similarities to the Le'Veon, there are similarities to the Le'Veon Bell situation. I think Definitely. Jonathan Taylor's he's younger. He's positioned to come out of it better. I think, I think he's going to come back for a different team next year and be one of the top running backs in the league once again. Absolutely. Moving forward. Little MOB pitch clock segment ever. The listener's favorite, the best podcasting segment of all time. That's just what yes. we're going to roll with. The fastest um, segment will... in sports podcasting. There it is. That's better. All right. I've got the clock ready. Kyle? I got hard-hitting journalism this week, you know, as All always. Right. Here we go. Three, two, one. The Rays have had more wins recently than Wander Franco has had allegations against him. So three or more? Yep. Uh, yikes. So Otani hurt himself. The Angels are a horrible organization. Um free show ahead. the brewers looks like they're gonna win their division cubs will get the wild card out of that division could be and interesting that's time that's time so you get you get we could all die about baseball we could do it yeah <laughs> we just choose not to um right all right well we're gonna throw it over to ourselves for a little week one preview for college football all right Starting off the second half of this podcast here, we got little, in addition to college football, college volleyball is also back. Little update on that. A very exciting uh, first week of matches. We had the number one seed overall, Texas, get upset in their first match. They went down, lost, no longer the number one seed. Number two seed coming into the season was your Wisconsin Badgers. I they can't wait to see Baylor. what they do from They swept TCU. Can't and wait. they are now the your number one seed Love in the country. Got more, more exciting stuff going on this week. More of these games than ever on television. If you're not watching college volleyball, college volleyball's you're electric. Missing, you're missing out. It is electric. Watch one game, you will be hooked. Big Ten Network has a ton. Especially there's the locker rooms on. T- there's Uh-oh. games. There's games on tonight. Wisconsin, Arkansas tonight. I think you need ESPN Plus for that. It's the streaming. So buy it. You, and by the way, you should have ESPN Plus. Just period. Um, no, that aside, 
yeah, a lot of a lot of good games, a lot of exciting stuff. Whoever your team is, other exciting thing going on in volleyball tonight. Nebraska plays. They're a good program, not as good of a program as Wisconsin. I think they're own eleven in their last eleven meetings, including a national championship loss against the Badgers. Um, they are going to set an attendance record. They're playing it in Memorial Stadium. They've got the volleyball court in the middle of the football stadium. That's cool uh, that's as hell. Happening. It is. It's volleyball day in Nebraska is what they're calling it. They're trying to beat – they're going – well, they are going to beat the attendance record that was set by a Florida game last year in the Kohl Center. That is so – So it's it's really – it's an electric sport. I highly recommend it. Don't don't forget about that with you know, in addition to football, there's so much good so much good stuff going on now. And go Badgers. Go Badgers, for sure. Go Badgers. Go Badgers. Uh electric um, volleyball program. Yes. Oh yeah. And uh, all versions off the charts. I'm sure that Nebraska game is probably gonna be electric in I mean, in a football season, in a football stadium. It's cool. How are they cool? Are they building like a structure around the right? They're not worried about the wind. It's it's just gonna be outside. Uh, it's not like a consideration if the winds are bad. Like, dude. I'm I'm sure it will be a factor. Very similar to how basketball has been played on aircraft carriers. True. Good point. So the the I'm sure the being outside will have an impact on the game. Yeah, I'm I'm gr- always I'm always rooting that- for the elements. Listen, the group chat just shouldn't—you shouldn't be allowed to text in the group chat during a podcast. <laughs> it should be allowed. That is absolutely hysterical. Also, why? Never mind. We're not. I'm not going to say what just got said in the group chat. But uh, yeah, volleyball. Volleyball is back. Fall sports are back. Fall golf is back. We're going to get a little. You know, it's all back. We're back. Sports are back. Ryder Cup at the end of the month. It's just good. We're back. Go badges. Some of the games this weekend. I'd like to get the boys' opinions. Uh, Thursday night, we don't have to talk about the Graham Mertz Heisman campaign starts. They're going to beat Utah by 25 points. Or more. Uh, more or more. Are we sure? I mean, that's a real tough first game. <laughs> I, didn't in... realize, I didn't realize Cam rising for his ACL to go. Yeah. I didn't really. I, I don't think if – and they're saying that there's a chance he doesn't play. If he doesn't play, I'm very confident in Florida's ability to win that game. Let him play. We'll still win. All right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, it's, he's people people forget a... to talk about Cam rising through a pick on the goal line with a chance to win or tie the game. He did, but also Anthony Richards is on the other side, so he knew better. It uh, it says he's a game day decision. Yeah, he's not going to play. I can't imagine that they would play him. I hope they. Well, do. Yeah, and, I mean, obviously working his way back from the ACL injury suffered in the Rose Eight Bowl. Eight months is too quick. That's Adrian Peterson fast. That is, it would be, you know, it's it's slightly different position. True. That, yeah, true. But still, I mean, I think yeah. that they that's rushing him back. Another game, Wisconsin comes here with Buffalo. Uh, this yep. is a fun, just a fun little thing here. They're minus forty five hundred. Turn in that. Yeah. Value there. <laughs> I mean, it should be, it should be a comfortable uh, Badgers win. There is a lot of excitement. Uh, just to see the new look, Badgers, Coach Luke oh, Fickle, yeah. Fickle Phil Longo's offense. There's a lot of, you know, people are very excited. Uh, at least Wisconsin fans are to see this team get yeah. out there. I'm definitely very pumped up for it, more so than I normally would be for a week one game like this, just to 
hopefully it looks good. Should be a comfortable win, but I'm excited to see what it looks like. Excited to see uh, the team out there. For sure. Uh, The new look Colorado. I don't even know where we go off of that, but they opened the year with TCU at 12 on Saturday. They're opening at 20 and a half point dogs. I hope Colorado Uh gets smoked. Yeah, lost. They're going to get smoked. Lost in all the uh, chaos around Colorado and the offseason and all the media circus that Dion brings. This is going to be a very bad football team this year. Horrible. Yes. I would say, and then just jumping around here, the one of the probably the most exciting games I'm looking forward to on Saturdays, West Virginia, Penn State. I actually think that that might, might be a pretty good ball game. Yeah, that definitely. I agree. That kind of has sneaky, uh, good game vibes. Absolutely, and it's just being kind of a day where everyone's open up with kind of cupcakes. Also, yeah. the South Carolina UNC game could be interesting. Just seeing what they get with Spencer Rattler for what feels like he's been in college for seventeen years now. But uh, yeah. that that that'll be an interesting game too. Alabama's gonna Alabama opens with Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, they're forty is... point favorites, which is just crazy. Uh, the last game I wanted to touch on was Florida State LSU Sunday night. Uh, that should be an awesome ball game, and it's so awesome yeah. that awesome when get... LSU throttles them. Oh, I, I think LSU kills them. I don't think that game is particularly. Yeah, close. LSU. I think LSU is going to have a good year this year. They I do too. A lot of really good athletes on that <clears> team. <throat> good football players. Uh, it, it'll be exciting to see, but. Florida State, they've gotten some hype, so it's a very stout early test. Is You know, if this is a close back-and-forth type of game, you know, some of the hype might be justified. Maybe. I'm hoping that we come out of it and just go, like normal, fraudulent state university. Yeah, I mean, that's what it has been in years past, for sure. They, you know, it's not the first time people have tried to say Florida State is back. Um, no. Hear it every year. Yeah, they're almost as bad as cowboy fans. I mean, there's nothing worse, but they're almost as bad. Yeah, those just going. Those were the big games I had circled. Do we, do we think there's any upsets this week? Yeah, I think I mean, Utah loses. You think, think Utah? You think that's yeah? Utah's de- well, Utah's going to lose. I think that the the West Virginia Penn State game. I think West Virginia is very equipped to beat them. That would be a. <clears> met- with how many people are talking about how Penn State could potentially win the Big Ten this year, that would be a massive upside. Right, and that's that's the thing is, obviously, Penn State very hyped up. They did have a good year last year. Drew Aller replaces Sean Clifford at quarterback. He's a guy who some Penn State fans wanted to see last year. Yeah. So, obviously, very highly, very hyped up guy. He's uh, been in the pro, you know, second year in the program now, I think finally getting the start but you know you never really know until these guys are out there in a game it sounds like he's had a good preseason they seem confident West Virginia could be frisky I don't if this was at West Virginia I would like the chances of an upset a little more. yeah it's gonna be tough at Penn State but I do think that it just has that feeling of all the games on Saturday, that feels like the one that I'm like, all right, like I could see West Virginia, West Virginia at least being frisky enough to cover the spread. 
like, right. And I mean, it is, you know, James Franklin, he's a good coach. I think that's been established at this point. The question is, is he a great coach? And, yeah. you know, it's, will he, how ready will they be? Uh, their receivers are a question mark. That's like a lot of focus on the quarterback. They think the quarterback's going to be good. Who's he throwing to? They don't, they don't really have clear stars at the receiver position. And that could, that, that makes it tough on a quarterback, especially a young one. Right. West Virginia will cover 20 and a half. I'm guaranteeing it right now. Yeah. I think, I think Penn state wins, but West Virginia is going to make them sweat it out a little. I think a hundred percent. I don't think it's going to be the blowout that the books think it's going to be. Yeah, and I gotta, I gotta go against consensus on Utah, Florida. I think. Screw you! I man. think it's, a, I think it's at home. I think it's a game Utah wins. Oh, good. I think Wisconsin loses. <laughs> okay, you can be wrong. You can be no, wrong. That, that's that's wrong. Wisconsin's not going to lose. But yeah, I'm sure I, every sober person in the stands is going to be so happy at that Utah game. Shout out. Actually, fuck you, Utah. They're not allowing any alcohol in their stadium. Fuck Utah and fuck UCF or USF. I mean, it's best place to tailgate if you want to have Coca Colas and a couple, couple waters, maybe some Doritos and shred. What it's gonna, what that game's gonna come down to is can Florida's offensive line give Mertz time? Yes, don't need it. Give it to give it to Montreal Johnson Jr. and Trevor Etienne. You know, I mean, I, yeah, that's play action's going to be off the charts. Utah has a good. Utah has a good. Mertz needs time. If you no, give Mertz time, he makes year. good throws. If you rush uh, him, guy. he makes bad throws. That's been the history on Mertz. That's fine. And I look, I think he'll do better overall, even against pressure this year. But that said, first game, you know, new system. I think you want to, if you can give him time, let him get comfortable. I mean, we've seen if you like Graham Mertz get comfortable he can cook you he's thrown for five touchdowns let him cook baby in a couple different games in his time at wisconsin and that's when you know things were clicking they were giving him time the run game was going Mertz was hitting his targets this would not be a Graham Mertz heisman starter if they weren't gonna win so exactly right exactly that is true we are undefeated on... 48 gators national champions 2023 put your futures in 24 sorry put your futures in does anyone have any heat checks before college football season starts well i that's think luke just gave i got us a big one. one luke just gave us that's one. my heat check gators win the national championship uh my heat check is that georgia does not make the college football playoffs yeah that's rubbing through that one i like their it schedule yeah. set up to make it right yeah they're set up to make it you've won two in a row it's time. It's time to lose a couple bad ones. I do new agree. quarterback. Um, he, you know, he's new quarterback based on. He's not twenty six years old. <laughs> yeah, based on some Snapchats that got leaked. He's no stranger to being down bad. <laughs> um, those are like he at. does like to be in hard situations, though. The hardest. <laughs> yeah, those are is. tough. Those are tough. That was a tough look. Uh, it was a very well. I mean, the whole the the dude's face is a tough look. Yeah, it's yeah. true. He is not. Yeah, name's not definitely great there. There are definitely one of those guys who looked at himself in a mirror in seventh grade and was like, "I'm gonna have to be a damn good quarterback." Yeah, <laughs> or I'm gonna make myself faint. <laughs> yes, that was that. 
other people, you know, people were doing different things in seventh grade. Some people were making themselves faint. Um, that was, yeah. Oh uh, man, um, that was. If you're watching on YouTube, Luke's uh, Luke's computer, computer died. died. So, so it's just he us. Looks- you get to listen to two people for the rest of this episode. Yeah, well, it's it's your favorites. So, um, next on we have Luke's locks. Um, if I was going to guess for Luke, Luke was probably going to take Florida. He's going to take West Virginia to cover. Yep. Uh, Luke would take Colorado. Um, Just because. Luke's going to take LSU by whatever they're predicted to win by. Because yep. he hates Florida State. Um, he'll probably take Florida to cover because he doesn't actually want to bet on Florida. Yeah. It would and be... he, he's probably taking, uh, honestly, he's probably taking Buffalo to do something stupid. Because I mean, he's gonna he's gonna parlay that all together, this? and then Buffalo's gonna lose, and we're gonna be like, "What were you doing?" <laughs> yeah, he's taking Buffalo money line. <laughs> I put four hundred dollars on this game. Why? Just why? Why? Never bet. <laughs> uh, I honestly, what's the line on that? I have no clue what to expect if the Badgers cover or not. Because historically, Paul Christ is the coach. I'd said they're not gonna cover because he didn't really care to blow teams out. But I th- I feel like Luke Fickle enjoys. Gotta make a statement. Out. I I I hope they go out there and make a statement. Gotta make a statement. I think they might. Um, but yeah, those are Luke's locks. It's gonna be hysterical if those do better than a typical <laughs> week of Luke's. Locks. It'll be it'll be funny if Luke actually took the opposite of everything we said. Also, early happy hour zero because that's what we're getting into next. Since you're not gonna get Luke's, we're just gonna fill his in. Happy hour zero is Luke. Uh, he left his computer charger at the office, so he is out of luck. And, you know, now he can't finish the podcast. And he has us speaking for him, which is definitely a happy hour zero. Yeah, we're going to we're going to make we're going to make him run some uh, we're going to make him run some suicides for this. Uh, this is if we're on generous. the line in the words of Ed McFadden on the line. <laughs> In the wise words of Ed Mc, <laughs> Jesus Christ! In the wise words of Ed McFadden, in the 2014 CYO basketball season, God damn it, get on the line. Yep. All right, let's. Uh, happy hour, heroes and zeros. Henry, you can go first. All right, my uh, my happy hour hero this week is Chick Fil A. They have done it again. I have three words for you. Honey, pepper, pimento. I heard it's it. good. It's really good. It's a really nice change of pace. Uh, first big new introduction, first big new innovation from them since the spicy chicken sandwich. And I don't know. I've had it once. Not sure if it would be my go-to, but it's definitely a nice change of pace. Definitely a good addition. Uh, really enjoyed it. Can you walk me through and the listeners just like, what is it? Like I saw I saw the picture of it, but can you walk me yeah. through your meal experience? Yeah, so I went in after work. Um, oh, so you're hungry, well, hungry. I'm hungry, you know, I'm, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to eat the sandwich, and I'm like, I'll go with the honey pepper pimento. And so you do have options with this. You can get it with their regular, the regular chicken sandwich as the base, the spicy chicken sandwich as the base, or the grilled chicken sandwich as the base. Now that's a game changer. I went with the regular. Personally, I probably will try them all. I think the regular would be the best option. 
I'm not sure if the spicy would work, but it's the regular. So it's the regular sandwich, regular bun. Instead mm-hmm. of pickles, you have sliced jalapenos. Ooh. Give it a little kick. And then pimento cheese. Always, always a welcome addition. And then a little drizzle of honey. On top of that, you get some spicy with the jalapenos. Uh, some sweet with the honey and the pimento cheese. It worked really well together, I thought. I enjoyed it. Most people I've talked to have enjoyed it. I did have one friend who, his sandwich, he was a little disappointed in the amount of pimento cheese. And they did go light on his sandwich based on the picture he shared. This is Big J journalism here from us. But mine mine had a very good amount of pimento cheese on it. So I'm hoping his was the exception and mine was the standard. Because if so, they've knocked it out of the park on this. You may have just talked me into Uber Eatsing dinner tonight. Yeah, I'm. I was planning on making dinner tonight. I'm like, I need, I need another one. You got to try them all. It's like Pokemon. Got to try them all. Yep. But that's my happy hour hero. Happy hour zero this week is NF, NFL TikTok family members, the social media family members. You know, Jackson Mahomes. He's not the one that prompted this time i saw pop up on instagram reels i think i know what you're talking about and continue so just a tiktok from the wife of an nfl player who just got cut from the raiders and she's just sitting there having like an emergency press conference about her husband being cut and like while doing her makeup it's it's truly bizarre i don't understand what that has to do with anything but she's like doing her makeup which was a real involved process i mean there was multiple different colors of stuff going on i don't know what it all is but look like a whole art project do you remember the part Um, of that tiktok when she said that he's the best father and nfl player that he she knew yes i i think she hasn't met many other nfl players when she says that it was seven years seven teams yes and that he, he's the best father she knew, and that it's okay that he missed every ultrasound, every pregnancy announcement, every... I was like, this dude's picking... He's either a yeah. great husband, or he's a great NFL player, and apparently he's doing neither. Well, I mean, look, it's it's a demanding schedule. I don't... I didn't really do this to knock him. The part that struck me as weird is, can you imagine you... Let's say you fail this real estate exam... <laughs> You mean when? What? You mean when? I yeah, when you fail this real estate exam <laughs> on Friday because you schedule it after the Gators play like a dumbass, which is something someone who would fail the would do. <laughs> yeah, honestly, didn't think Can that you imagine if, if the executive producer like opened up TikTok, you get home and the executive producer is on TikTok discussing it with her following that she only has because of for some bizarre reason your real estate career oh boy right like that's what this is like this dude's not not in the tiktok at all i mean she's built this whole brand pretty much off of being married to a football player Mm -hmm. it's just maybe i don't get it because i'm an old man at the age of 23 it feels like with this stuff oh we are and i'm not trying to you know, talk trash on their relationship or anything. But 
it's just bizarre. It's it it struck me as really weird, and just knock it off. You don't like you don't need to try to get Instagram famous because you're an NFL player's girlfriend. No, the one I saw was actually a little different from the one you saw. This girl also in the car. Apparently, the car must have great audio. I think it does. It I'm must. Start, it must be. It I'm must be the new next bathroom. Pod, next podcast. I'm going to record from the car. Oh, next podcast, you're in the bathroom for Jim Irsay. Solidarity with yeah, Jonathan Taylor. I've, I've thought about doing one from the toilet. My The acoustics are great in there. You might have to try it next week. The <laughs> one I saw was a woman and her husband sitting in the car, and he's like, he's like, stop talking to me, stop talking to me. And she's like, y'all, she's like, let me just tell you something. My man's is the greatest football player greatest husband, greatest father I've ever known. She goes, and then she starts rattling off these things he's done. She's like, seven years, seven teams. He's never made a roster. Then goes, he's missed every ultrasound of our children. She goes, and has he cheated on me? It's like, well, we made it through that. And it was like, well, it sounds like he's he's not doing like any of those things yeah. well. This This was a different one. And to be, it also did have the great, you know, great husband bit. And to be fair, there was actually supporting evidence in favor of him being a great husband presented in this one. But this is another dude, uh, got cut from the Raiders linebacker, had a seven, has been in the league seven years, you know, was at one point a starter. He'll probably, I'm sure he'll end up on a practice squad. But still, it's just very bizarre. I don't to like. Yeah, the one I like had was completely need... different from that one. Yeah, but it just goes well, to just... show you the whole happy hour right. zero is wives of NFL players recording their players getting cut. Right, and the one I saw, this dude wasn't even in it. Like he's, you know, he just had his meeting and like, like you know, called home and was like, "Hey, bad news," and she's like, "Uh oh, like I gotta get some content out." She's like, got to get the OnlyFans going again. I don't think, uh, you know, I mean, look, they, <laughs> I'm not, once again, I'm not trying to say they're bad people. I, it just, the whole TikTok, it makes no sense to me. There are some things nowadays that should be private that are no longer private. Right. And it's like, look, I, if you're, the issue I take with it is they've pretty much made turn, or at least she's turned her life with him into content but that's just your whole life isn't content at some point it's your life and this is something that it's not content it's your husband's career but when you make your talks dude just prove it it's like we have one of them that she's like at what point are you going to be like yeah i have the greatest husband father and nfl player that i know well he's he's done none of them so maybe you shouldn't put that out there just just leave it at the like he's he's tried his hardest and he didn't make the team. Or crazy theory. Don't post it at all. Right. And that's like it's one thing if you're doing stuff because you know you're you know you're funny and you're making jokes, like you have like a little comedy thing going. But this it's literally just, oh, this is like my husband or my boyfriend. He plays in the NFL and I'm his 
stay at home. You know, I'm his girlfriend such wife and I do social media stuff and, you know, here's our life. And you turn the whole thing into content. It's just incredibly bizarre to me. I, I frankly cannot imagine, like, I, I just would not like that. Like someone like just trying to turn stuff I'm doing and I've gone on with my career into content for them. Yeah, we're in different lanes. It's it's just, I don't know. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing for him. And maybe he's in, maybe, you know, he's in on it and thinks it's cool. But it just, it's bizarre. People are just turning, like, it's not making content. It's just your whole life is content at that point. And I just, maybe I'm old. And don't get it, but I just don't think that's a good thing. It's funny you say that. My uh, one of my happy hour heroes is the uh, is Glizbot. Have you seen Glizbot? I have not seen Glizbot. Well, that's shocking because Glizbot is taking the internet by storm. It's these like uh, the people. You remember the girl that was pretending to be a robot on TikTok that was going viral. For like people would send her gifts and she would act out whatever the sticker was that she would get. Yeah, that was the weirdest shit ever. This man has decided to uh anytime oh. he gets sent the hot dog, he turns into a glizzy robot. And no. He uh let's just say the man pretends to properly lubricate and fondle his hot dogs on screen and i have to admit he's my hero because he's we doing gotta get. i i had to i had to deep like do a deep dig that he's doing it to make fun of the people doing it he's not doing it to be serious he's doing it all as a joke right but and at some point he's my hero no it's funny every bit of it's funny because every day i'm getting it on my my twitter feed he's back oh he's done it again the man is going viral and getting paid for making fun of social media influencers. Glizbot is my king. If you haven't seen him, just just look up Glizbot. You'll see him. Okay. It's incredible. Every bit of him is incredible. Social media was a mistake. Yes. Also, please follow the downfall our of society. Also, please follow our Instagram yeah. at Sideline Sodas Pod. <laughs> Yeah, continuing on for that, my other happy hour hero is secret storage. We all love having secret compartments to hide things. Oh, yeah. A woman at the White Sox game this past week accidentally fired off a gunshot in the outfield. And eventually the investigation led to that she had been able to slip a gun through security in her uh, hidden in her fat folds. <laughs> and the best part of this whole story is that the only reason it's a happy hour hero is because nobody got hurt. She just grazed herself, which is pretty damn impressive. You think about that. She's hiding a gun in her fat folds and just grazed herself. Plaxico Burris shot himself in the leg <laughs> in his sweatpants, and she just happened to graze herself when a gun was fully engulfed in her stomach. <laughs> this is the most White Sox fan story ever, I think. If you're going to be a shit show of an organization, be a shit show. Like, this is, it's incredible. I don't know. I mean, I guess the metal detectors can't see through fat. 
I guess how much are you how, how big touch was up and role? down on someone to find it? How big was this role? I don't know. I got I need to know. Like I I is it bad that I want to see It's got to be Lizzo sized. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine be, right? being the detective assigned to sort this out? I would love to be the detective like, this to is, sort this out. I mean, my goodness. Just one of the wildest. My uh my happy hour zeros. My first one is the Browns. Did you this one's really quick. Did you see the uh they wished happy birthday to one of their players and then two hours later caught him? Yeah. It's a it's a tough business. Just tough, just bad luck. Right, but did did his girlfriend make a TikTok about it? That's a great question. Maybe we'll need to do some hard hitting journalism. Yeah. My other happy as here is a quick one. It would be better if Luke was here. It was friendship, or in this case, the lads. Manchester United plays Arsenal so we ended. That's me and Luke's teams. So All right. Was hoping he was gonna be here for a little back and forth, but the ultimate happy hour zero is remember to charge your computer. Yep. Remember to charge your computer. Yeah. Other than that, it's been another great episode of Happy yep. Hour. Uh, I got Happy Hour here. I got just one. Oh, I got just one closing thought here. I saw this in an article I saw today about all the new big sorting out like the new Big Ten media deals. We're going to be able to watch your game. It included a fun fact about how some of the Big Ten games are on Peacock, and it was part of the Peacock playbook. Reruns of The Office are the top streaming category currently for all fans of the 14 Big Ten schools who have Peacock. And then they also had the second place. So all 14 schools, number one is The Office. And then they also listed out the number two for each school, which was – it was kind of a – I'm like, this isn't a very fun fact until I got to the end. Guess what the number two show on Peacock for Penn State fans is? Oh, no. Give me a hint. They past events at Penn State would have fit very well into the show. What is it? It is Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Oh, Oh, that's a happy hour zero. Jesus, Penn State. The jokes write themselves. Life imitates art. And if Sideline Soda's podcast is art, then man, society has crumbled. All social media's fault. Anyway, you can follow us (laughs) on Instagram. Instagram and Twitter. Both are inactive most of the time. And Twitter. At Sideline Soda. And whatever Luke's uh, picks are this weekend, just fade Luke. Uh, any other objective blanket statements we can make to cover everything that we're going to do in this coming week? Go Badgers. Go Gators. Fade Luke. This has been another episode of Sideline Sodas. Thanks for listening. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance, throw the run on. If you